8.47. And I think we all know by now who said this. It's quite a long quote, so let me just get to it first. Um, when do the talks begin? We've said that from the diplomatic side, we're ready to talk any time North Korea would like to talk. And we're ready to have the first meeting without precondition. Let's just meet and let's... We can talk about the weather if you want. We can talk about whether it's going to be a square table or a round table, if that's what you're excited about. But can we at least sit down and see each other face to face? And then we can begin to lay out a map, a roadmap of what we might be willing to work towards. I don't think it's not realistic to say we're only going to talk if you come to the table ready to give up your program. They have too much invested in it. And the president is very realistic about that as well. So that was U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson talking about North Korea, talking about the nuclear program that's um, been the impossible question to solve. And he was speaking at the 2017 Atlantic Council Korea Foundation Forum in Washington, D.C. Professor Anjun Song, Graduate School of International Studies at Yonsei University, has been listening to that very long quote. <laughs> well, you gave it to me. So. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I did you the honor of reading it. Good morning to you. Um, I mean, these words have prompted much discussion, but the White House, we should say straight away, has come out and disowned the comment. So Mm -hmm. does that mean we all have to view it with a pinch of salt? Well, actually, it's more like uh, the White House, I think they're doing the reality check on where they are right now with the North Korean issue. And as as usual, they're using two track system, right? You know, let's say one side, you know, Tillerson always talking very positive way, and then the other way, and the White House kind of you know disowning him, right? Basically <laughs> disowning on these some you know critical points. But, but by calling it two track system, it sounds like it's been orchestrated, whereas it seems to be happening rather organically, and Tillerson may pay with his job. Yeah, but I'm not sure it was appropriate to using the organic clip. But <laughs> what they doing? What what happened in the end result is that no matter what happens, they looks like it seems looks like from the, from the outside, you know, two tracks. They they're not really on the you know same direction. That's the problem. I think that's the things concern. I, I think that's concerned me because that the this might sending the uh, wrong message to North Korea. You know, well, about Tillerson. Right? What I mean by organically is that. There is no structure here. There appears to be no structure. You know, you've got President Trump before he takes office saying he's willing to have a hamburger with Kim Jong-un, <laughs> which implies, implies, given that North Korea wasn't coming out talking about denuclearization, that he was prepared to give dialogue a go under any circumstances. You even said previously, Professor Ahn, that you thought President Trump would just pop up and have a conversation with Kim Jong-un. So that, that seems to align with what Rex Tillerson was saying. Yeah, yeah, but on, right. on the other hand, you've got the White House maintaining the position it's held for years, even under the Obama administration, that uh, North Korea first has to express its willingness to denuclearize. Yeah, that's the problem. Right? They, both parties have their own preconditions, right? So it means that the problem is, can, is there, they're not going to compromise because they one side want denuclearization and the other side want nuclear capability, right? So either so if either side were not giving up anything and you're not going anywhere, that's the problem. You know, you know deadlock situation with North Korea situation. Right? Also, Rex Tillerson had a few very tough things to say. Um, he said he'll continue diplomatic efforts with North Korea until the first bomb drops. No, right, right. right. Um, and and he said that uh, Defense Secretary Jim Mattis will also be successful if it becomes his turn. <laughs> yeah, so, well, it's so been a while actually that's comment made right he threw the other side of the coin yeah, in yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think we shouldn't ignore it 
Um, he said we simply cannot accept a nuclear-arm North Korea. North Korea, I think we know, is not about to denuclearize. Rex Tillerson may not keep that job. And we heard analysis from uh, our expert Dr. Bong earlier in the show suggesting that um, all these actually indicate an even more worrying situation. I think, uh, I mean, from the beginning, even Donald Trump, you know, they both side knew that there won't be any compromise because, you know, as everybody knows now, by now, right? It's like it's hard to compromise because their precondition is quite different from each other, right? So, I guess it, what they're trying to do from uh, U.S. perspective is they more like a PR campaign. They say, "Well, for the international community, say, well, American, well, U.S. government, we're doing our best, but it's now fault. It's North Korea never respond to us, right? I guess they try to get get you know get avoid any blame from the international communities." Mm. It's a tough one at the moment for South Korea to deal with. President Moon holding talks yesterday with uh, Xi Jinping of China. Um, and, and we know that Seoul has already said under President Moon that it's willing to have talks, just talks, without any strings attached. Uh, you mean talk between... With North Korea. Uh, you know, we talked before, right? I don't think they ever want to talk to South Korea. You know? Yeah, that's the problem. They talk so, first US and then Korea, maybe so, South Korea. So, so does this leave us exactly where we were then, despite some of the positive comments? or the comments leaning towards dialogue, whether you view them as positive or not? I guess, I mean, at this point, in the juncture, right, we, all we can do is, uh, you know, keep offering for the, you know, you know, table, right? Asking them to come to the table, but that's their choice whether they want to join talk or not, right? So, we just keep trying is important, but we have to wait, I mean, see what happened, because, you know, you never know what happened, right? You know, there was a new movie, right, came up, right? About North Korean, you know, <laughs> you know, see that the new movie came up? Uh, the number one from North Korea escaped from North Korea and tried to assassinate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hear about the movie. Yeah. I, my most recent movie, uh, movie watching has been um, these cultural offerings we've been talking about this week, I must confess. An Italian movie and now Loving Vincent that we talked about earlier in the show. Far, oh, right. far more peaceful. And I wish these were the sort of <laughs> topics that were also prevailing in international affairs, Professor right. Ern. It right, does yeah. seem a continually overly complex scenario, a web which ties us and the US and China and North Korea and Japan and Russia together in a very uncomfortable balance. Let's um, move forward to our next quote, though. And this strikes at the heart of a social issue. Um, and, and this, just to introduce who it is first, is by uh, Ho Kyun, a student of uh, Yol Middle School, uh, and, and this was actually back on December 14th, so not uh, long ago, just yesterday. We were a little bit concerned about the grandfather who was lying on the street on a cold day. Many adults just glanced at him and passed him by. I asked myself why nobody was helping him. It was strange to find out the fact that nobody even paid attention to the grandfather. So d- d- he must have been near death. What happened to the grandfather? No, I mean, I mean, it's not... Well, I say what happened was it's Monday morning, 8 a.m., right? And so three middle school students found an elderly person lying on the street at the traditional market in you know, downtown Seoul. And they helped the elderly person to get to home safely. And in doing so, one of the students like, gave his padded jacket to him, you know, very cold winter day. So that's kind of a news, you know, big news coverage for the last two days. You know, it's kind of a self-sacrifice, you know, you know, and then some, uh, you know, bridging the gap between the generations, right? So it happens, right? It was very freezing. I mean, it was a 
11 degree below you know, zero, so it's a very freezing day. Awful to yeah. be out in those conditions. Right. So why was nobody helping this poor grandfather? Well, you know, I watched the CCTV actually, and it was like really 8 a.m. Monday morning. Everybody was busy going to work. And I think that there was a problem. And from the elderly's perspective, he was quite lucky actually to have someone really caring like them, right? Just one minute after he fell to the ground, actually. So, so he fell to the ground, and one minute later, they came and they, you know, kind of saved him, rescued him, right? So it only took eight minutes for them to rescue him, right? Just briefly here, is there any way here at Christmas time we talk about helping others? Is there any way to prevent something like this from happening again? Well, I mean, there's things about some people, you know, in society, right? Some people, you know, old and get sick and tired, right? So we, we need some, some, I guess we need some kind of system to, you know, medical, you know, emergency system, you know, call them up very quickly. And in the meantime, maybe we can just help people, like, you know, lying on the floor, maybe. But it's what not would easy. You, would you, by the way? Well, it's very difficult to have it, right? I, you know, once I tried once, actually. <laughs> but to me, half hour to wait for someone came up. Yeah, and so, if you're running late for work, yeah, I know was, that that it, might sound trivial by comparison, but that can feel quite an urgent situation yeah, in the morning. Yeah, and quite a self-sacrifice too, right? Yeah, but worth it if it's a life or death matter, and who knows if it is or not in that situation. Professor Ahn, thank you very much. Thank you. Great to have you here with this week's quotes. And this week's show, all done until Monday, 7.05. We'll be back. Stay with us for Kurdation and Careerscape after your latest news headlines. <laughs> 